He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. At exactly 19 after 8. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry. I look by the window and I see, uh, I can feel the cold outside. I see uh, the snow in Jerry Park. And boy, is it a great environment to talk hockey indeed. (laughs) It sure is. And I should tell you, Pierre, just as uh, you started to talk, the sun came out. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll be very humble and modest about it. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay. I just thought it was a nice coincidence. No, no, it, it is nice. It is nice. <laughs> um, so uh, let's uh, – the Habs are on the coast. They're uh, tucked away at their hotel in uh, Vancouver. They did leave after the game, eh? Yes, they did. And it was a day off, complete day off yesterday. Yep. Uh, you know, um, as well as me, Terry, you have to have one – complete day off per week, per, per sequence of seven days. And uh, uh, so this was a complete day off yesterday. And I will tell you something, a very deserved, a well-deserved day off. Agreed. Uh, it's not that the schedule has been uh, crazy so far because the Habs uh, have played. The, the, there was a gap between the Toronto game and the first Edmonton game. So it's three games basically in one week. So it's not too bad, but it's uh, what's coming up is pretty intense. Uh, it's 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 a tough uh, two out of three uh, series basically against the Canucks in Vancouver. Uh, and um, as much as the Habs do well usually in Vancouver, and as much as they have a huge fan base over there, well, the fans won't be a factor in the uh, in the building for those three games, and uh, they're going to face a team that will be uh, more than hungry tonight. Yeah, in my house, it's gone in the opposite direction. My wife, Jess, has become a Vancouver Canucks fan, uh, complete with a Vancouver Canucks toque. And oh. she, yeah, she follows the uh, she follows the team closely and uh, told me the other night the biggest mistake they made was letting their goaltender get away in the offseason. Yeah, well, I think it was bound to happen. They, uh, I suppose they tried as much as they could uh, to keep Markstrom uh, but Ma- Markstrom had had an amazing value on the market. I mean, among among all the goaltenders that were available uh, on the free agency day, uh, and not taking anything away from the other goalies, Markstrom was the big the big fish to yep. catch. Yep. And, uh, and and the Flames knew that uh, this was the the main missing piece in their in their equation in their puzzle. The Flames have good defensemen, and they have more than enough on offense uh, to be a strong team, a strong candidate, and especially in this redone North Division, uh, to to uh, hope to make the playoffs. But the missing the missing ingredient, of course, was goaltender. So Markstrom was uh, they, they were ready to, and they had the money, and they were ready uh, to spend on Markstrom. And you and but Jess is right. I mean, th- th- this starts in the nets. We're not going to take anything away from Braden Holby, but Holby uh, can have his high and lows, mm-hmm. uh, as, yeah. as we've seen in, in Washington. And Thatcher Demko uh, will obviously be a very good goaltender in the league, but he's very young, Terry. Yeah. So, so will they go? They've gone fifty-fifty so far. What will be the ratio this year? I guess that uh, uh, Travis Green hopes that one of them may may force. Uh, the coaching staff to to favor one or the other, but in the meantime, it's just a complete mess over there. Yeah, and as you point out, in a shortened season, off to a one and three start is is 
already creating some urgency in the in in that marketplace. Well, of course there. Yeah. And uh, the, the thing is, uh, the other thing is that you're facing the same opponents over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you can say, okay, well, it was bad for us out west in Canada. Let's regroup uh, in northeast uh, United States, for instance, yeah. uh, for, uh, against such and such opponents. That's a matter of facing all the same opponents all, all the time. So I guess that above the fact, and, and you're so right. I mean, those points you don't you don't rack up yeah, early in the season. This, this is so costly. But then the confidence level comes in, the confidence factor. And uh, I think that uh, Travis Green is trying to say all the right things, uh, but it's, it's tough. The, the positive things for the, the Canucks is that they're back home finally, or I mean they're home finally, because yeah. this will be their home opener tonight. And uh, I would imagine uh, Mr. Toffoli is going to want to make an impression tonight, eh, Pierre? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a nice story. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, if you if you because you know Tyler Toffoli, uh, although he 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 played very well for the Kings, uh, played for Vancouver uh, with the Canucks, uh, and he's going to be excited to yeah. uh, to face uh, his old team. He only played uh, partly over there, but still, uh, he uh, he ended up playing a little bit, and of course, he ended up playing with uh, a good pal of his, Tanner Pearson. Yeah. They were part yeah. of the uh, what uh, was nicknamed the that 70s line <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles. Do you remember who was the third member? I of I that was line? I, no, I was just about to ask you. I don't remember who the third one was. It was uh Jeff Carter. <laughs> oh, they right, right. Okay. Yeah, so gotcha. it, it, and and you know the the reference is to, is to that uh, TV show of course. And they were called the 70s line because they were actually uh, wearing numbers in the 70s <laughs> so uh Toffoli had 73 uh Pearson if I remember correctly had 71 so anyway it was uh it's 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 um, it's something special for Tyler Toffoli but you know what Terry and I look at him on the ice and I see at the non-verbal type of language coming from him uh he will quickly get a little bit frustrated not to finally score first goal yeah. in the Habs uniform he's perfectly aware of what uh, management has uh, in terms of uh, objectives for him. He's a, he's a good scorer. He's a good offensive player. Uh, and I could see the other night he fanned some sort on a shot. He looked up at, at the ceiling. Those things show that uh, he's, uh, he will build up some pressure on him. But mind you, he's been doing all sorts of good things on the ice. If you isolate his play and if you look at how he copes in the three zones, in various uh, play situations, I think he's done pretty well overall. It's just that, you know, and the occasions are there. It's just that uh, it doesn't materialize. So, wow, that would be a great moment tonight and a great uh, circumstance for him uh, to, to finally score a first one in Montreal. And, and that extends to the line as well. I mean, the KK line is doing yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, you cannot rely all the time on the Dano line or, or the Suzuki line. The third line has to, to bring up some contribution. So we'll see if it happens tonight. I have a feeling, Pierre, it's going to be one of those things when you know the, one of them are finally going to get a goal and the dam is going to break and they're going to do great. Yeah, well, you know what, Terry? It's, it takes a while. You know, yeah, uh, KK yeah. is still a very young player. Toffoli is a new guy in town. 
Yeah. Uh, and Armia doesn't play his natural side. Yeah. So it, you know, eventually it'll take some uh, some time. Or I mean, if it's not Armia playing his good side, it's Toffoli not playing his natural side. You know. Yeah. So, and and I I also think if you're Toffoli, you know, you watch the way. You know, you watch the way Anderson started, and you you know you watch Romanov get his first goal, and you watch you know all of these new additions to the club are are being celebrated, and you want to be part of that. You want to make an impression, and you hold your stick a little you know a little tighter, and you shoot a little sooner than you should, and you know that that'll all that'll all figure its way no. out. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great good. hockey player. There you go. Yeah. Claude Julien was quick to point out uh, Terry exactly as you said. Give him yeah. a little time. Yeah, to adjust. You know. Yeah. And uh, so it, it'll be interesting tonight. Now, the other thing tonight, Terry, is that how is Josh Anderson? Uh, if, you, uh, if you remember uh, two days ago, he missed a couple of shifts in the first period. Mm-hmm. He had to go. It didn't look like the shoulder was the problem. That, in a way, is reassuring. Yeah. What is reassuring is that he came back uh, and finished the game. But we could see that he didn't have all the jump and all the speed that uh, he he has naturally, so uh, we we don't know yet if, if there is some some concern there or there's some reasons for concern. As it was a day off yesterday, there was nothing coming from the team. But we'll see after the morning skate today uh, if there is some sources of, of concern for Josh Anderson. I was thinking, uh, Pierre, uh, Carey Price gets a little bit of a break in that uh, he doesn't have to find all the tickets he normally has to find when he, when <laughs> no, he, play, sure. <laughs> when he plays plays in Vancouver. I just said his phone must ring an awful lot when he goes home, I know, because he, you know, he loves going home, and I, I suspect he will get the start tonight, yes? Yeah, I think that, that the chain of events, uh, Terry, will be uh, Price, Allen, Price. Okay. Uh, because there's uh, game number two is already tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Back uh, so to I back. think that Jake yeah. Allen will have the call tomorrow night, and Carey Price will play uh, in front of the national audience on Saturday. By the way, Saturday is is the early game, so it's a 4 p.m. start okay. in Vancouver. And and you know, as much as the numbers of Carey Price were uh, were not are not so good against the Oilers. It's just amazing against Vancouver, Terry. Yeah. In 19 yeah. games, he's 13-2-3 wow. with four shutouts. Wow. Uh, so that's uh, three shutouts, sorry. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So he's and always it, highly motivated when he goes there. Uh, he will certainly miss all the families and friends tonight uh, yeah. in, the, uh, in the building, as well as the Habs fans, as you know, Terry. This is Habs territory. It sure is. Yeah. Well, all ac- all ac- as you and I talked about many times before, Pierre, all across the West. Yeah, yeah you know, that's you, right. But I you, think Vancouver is, yeah. is a notch above yeah, uh, I, the Alberta I, teams or the Winnipeg teams. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just a little, bit, a little bit more. And I have to tell you, Pierre, I'm really interested in this competition dynamic. You, you play a... Uh, a team three nights in a row. Uh, that, this, you know, not three nights in a row, but three games in a row. This, this is going to be interesting to watch. What kind of emotion comes out of this? Oh, absolutely. And uh, and, and and speaking of competition, what I like, Terry, is the internal competition with the Habs. I mean, the first three lines. I don't think we we can talk about that. But the way the fourth line has been playing, right? Uh, these, uh, I mean, since the start of the season with Jake Evans. Growing up so fast, playing mm-hmm. so much better every game, because they know that on the taxi squad you've got uh, Corey Perry, you've got Michael Froelich, you've got Ryan Paling. 
So this is extra motivation for those fourth-line players, uh, and I'm talking also about Paul Byron and Arturi Lekonen. Uh, they are doing just fantastic, and they play so good, even when they're split, they play so well on the penalty kill as well. So it's, it's, it's a very positive um, uh, thing with, with having those seasoned veterans on the sideline waiting to come back and, and waiting to, to, to get a call to play a game. Uh, I, guess, I guess it's a very healthy situation for Claude Julien. Okay, late game for you tonight, so we won't have you tomorrow, but we will have you on Friday, correct? Yes, because tonight is a 10 p.m. game. Yeah, it's, it's late. It's a big Wednesday yeah. doubleheader, yeah. so uh, this is a 10 p.m. start, but tomorrow will be a 9.30 start, so it's not as okay. bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, an extra half hour. Yeah. All right, well, listen, enjoy it tonight, and uh, we'll have lots to talk about on Friday. Oh, yes, absolutely, Terry. So talk to you on Friday. Okay, thanks, Pierre. Okay, thanks, Terry. Bye-bye.